It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own look to your left look to your right it's official no one's got a ride like this there's nothing else that sounds like feels like or looks like the set of wheels in your garage With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. of the high hopes podcast we have a freaking awesome guest coming up later our guy will be on with us later uh we'll get to that he was kind enough to give us uh, like 20 minutes of his time awesome awesome stuff we'll get to that but jack uh presented by miller light by the way shout out to miller light jack asked me where my miller light fills wins tweets mm-hmm. boom they're there check it out uh in all honesty jack i'm all jacked up right now because like jacked up no pun intended jack jack mm-hmm. um i feel like we've done this pod a zillion times and they never sweep when we're doing this pod and they swept they freaking swept they just handle business they kick the cardinals butts like they were just like we're just gonna dispatch of this team this team that is way inferior to us this season they're gonna come to town and we're just gonna handle business jack like the phillies are 14 games above 500 they're creating separation in the wild card like let's freaking 
go how you doing pal i'm doing great man like i just uh first off my first fills of the beach experience is going on right now which is i mean again there's just nothing better there's nothing better in the world than watching the Phillies down the beach now does my my family question it of course well, I heard them in the background before we started recording, like babies and kids everywhere. And I'm going to go to the boardwalk. I want to go to the beach. Like in the background, a lot of that action. Happened. Just want to let everyone know that I, I am missing out on boardwalk time right now to do this. Yes, because you are. It's, it is strictly that important. Well, I uh, even said to Jack, I was like, do you have like an out time? Do you like, because again, we already did the interviews. So, you know, we've hit, you know, it's like how much, you know, and he's like, no, man. He's like, I'm good. Yeah, I just, again, again, and I think I've explained this to you, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that understand this, and, or maybe I'm just, like, sick in the head, but when I'm not, when the Phillies are on, and I'm not watching, it's, it's just, like, I can't physically do it. Like, I just, I'm on my phone all the time, I'm checking everything, so, for the greater good of the yes. family, they you know just, better. you they have better. to just let me watch. I, I, I know it can seem insane. Yeah, and, and Who, prob- who's the child at the, at the shore house this weekend? That's, this that's the real guy. This Mike, idiot. Huh? Well, let me ask the question. Who is the child? Yes, that's right. exactly right. <laughs> but like, dude, we talked about this a lot last week. I, I know, I know you're on the air for three more days because Joe Camera is in freaking Sweden. <laughs> um, like, so you're continuing to host the morning show, which is great. And I'm happy for you. Thanks, buddy. But we've talked a lot about like, man, I just. I love this team. Like I, I just love these guys, and I and I and what's so nice about this weekend and how they played recently, even the Giants series for the most part, except for you know Game Three, <laughs> is that like they're just showing up and beating teams. Finally, it's like first off, this should have been the entire year. I mean, the, the whole year should have been this, where it's like that's that sounds harsh because it's like it's baseball i understand it's hard but i think this is what we and they in- didn't have price in april and it's yes. like, like you can make excuses but i agree with you this is what i think we were anticipating and a nice part about where we're at right now and what just has me just downright giddy is not only the offense is 100 percent like they've i think they've mostly figured it out um i think it they face bad pitching. I'm shocked, by the way. It's a quick side note. That Cardinals pitching staff is just atrocious. I mean, the Cardinals themselves. This was a playoff so bad, team last dude. year. They had a better record than the Phillies last year. And I know. Like, it, and they're so bad. I mean, they're a really so bad. bad team. Yeah. So, and the pitching is like even worse. I, I kept waiting. I thought Bryce was going to take Nicholas like 600 feet on I Friday. Know. I kept. I kept I he, he was trying to, which I appreciate. I um, but it's just like. You know they're they're showing up and winning games, and and what has me excited is, again, I'm trying not to to, to get there, because we know what he can he can he can make us feel horrible in milliseconds. I mean, he was awesome today. He, he was, was awesome, awesome today. today. Like, He's been he awesome two straight. Should we not even say his name? Should we just be like, not? We're definitely not going to say the b word or anything about him. Yeah, twenty seven. Like, How about that? Twenty seven. Uh, he was. I mean, the last outing in the Giants series was nice, and we talked about it. And obviously, he had the couple home runs, the solo shots, and a, you know, a couple moments. But you know, he settled in, and did a good job. Today he was nasty. Yes. Like today he was dominant. You know. Totally. Um, so what 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 has been holding me back of talking about this team and like how far they can go? I've always been a believer that the offense, if they get in, was was going to be good because I think there's enough talent here and they, they get in these big moments and you know I expect them to kind of flip the switch here. Um, 
Well, Bullpen. they have in August. I mean, I know. like, do you see that stack? I mean, they've already set the record for home runs in a month. Which in again, any month in the history of the franchise, and it's April, it's August twenty seventh. They set it on the twenty sixth. I mean, they which broke again, it on the twenty sixth. I watched the I watched I know, the 07 to eleven Phillies. Like you know, this is not how it's supposed to be. But what was always holding me back was, what am I getting out of the the, the number one and number two in the rotation? And I think when Ranger gets back, hopefully he can just settle in and be the third guy. And we, we head in and a wild card round is, is those two. But, but I, Or Walker. If Walker can figure it out. Like, I why, still don't think that's crazy. Why why are we not allowed to say Christopher Sanchez? Like I, that's, dude, I'm so with you. Dude, 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 all he does is go out and give you like six innings, two runs. Seven but innings, you, two runs. Like, that's and, all he does. It's like... Why can't we talk about it? And possibly being a part of that, a part of the rotation. He's been insane. And yeah. you talk about you like like best pitches on the team. I mean, the Chris Sanchez changeup is one of the best pitches on the team. Um, so again, we'll see how September goes. We'll see how everything else kind of goes. But like, I don't think like I would, <laughs> I would, I, I would rather have Christopher Sanchez start a playoff game over Lorenzen or Walker. Uh, over Lorenzen for sure. And yeah, pro- I mean, right now, today, over Walker for sure. Uh, but right now, today, like, even if Ranger was healthy, I might start. I mean, I Ranger, the history of Ranger and how cool and calm he is in those spots, you know, it's hard for me not to, to give him that shot. But like, in terms of right now, today, Christopher Sanchez is pitching like one of the best three starters on this team, without a what doubt. A- what a world! I mean, the Phillies clearly. I mean, I mean, they won the Curtis Mead trade, right? Like we don't. Is that who it was? I would. You could. You could have given me. Uh, I would. I'm. I don't want to be hyperbolic and just be like ridiculous. You could have given me 15 million guesses, and I would not have gotten that it was the Curtis Mead trade. Interesting. So I. I did not. I was not aware. I guess I learned that at 5:12. On Sunday, August twenty seventh, I was doing this podcast of the total fraud. Um, I mean, are you serious? I mean, I mean, they gave they gave up a guy who ended up being a top fifty prospect for Chris for Chris Sanchez. So, yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, are you serious? It's a pretty lopsided trade. But right now, Chris for Sanchez is obviously he's so great. He's so great. Anyway, um, but with the way the way those two are going right now, and and I mean, dude. I mean, Zach Wheeler yesterday, it was just... Uh, it's nasty. It was, and, yeah. And apparently he made a, a mechanical change right before the, the oh, national start. I love a mechanical change. Give it nothing, to nothing gets me to, to hook, line, and sinker mm-hmm. right back in on a guy like a mechanical change. But <laughs> he moved his arm degree 3%, and it's changed everything. <laughs> so I haven't been totally... I, I The way it looks to me... Is he's doing a way better job of uh, like staying back and then finding a way to have that little extra zip on his fastball the last mm-hmm. couple starts, which is really important because that's what that's every that's Zach Wheeler. What's the, that's, that's the funniest it. part about Zach Wheeler? He's been so good, right, as a Philly, and I feel like he's never been able to locate an off-speed pitch. Yeah, like it, like that shows how dominant his fastball can be. It's a great point. Like the I I'm like trying to think of like an image of him just like snapping one off, and I like it's I not can't in the game like plan. I can't even think of any. Like they're all like soft kind of. They're like, all you know? show like his 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 breaking. Uh, pitches are all show me pitches yeah, like they're just right. all show me pitches yeah. um so yeah it's just it's it's such an exciting time right now and i think what it has me most excited james is that it feels like the city feels it like like mm-hmm. the 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 giant series we it's talked packed, about big dude it's been packed down there 
packed, and not even like, like thirty five thousand. No, We're talking over it was forty. Like sellout. Like I looked at them, like that's a sellout. It Dude, feels, the crowd it feels like a sellout. The crowd last night was was one of the best awesome. regular season crowds I've seen since maybe the the uh, holiday or uh, the the Wheeler start on holiday day. Like that's what it reminded me of, just crowd wise like for a regular season game but other than that like we're talking heyday heyday for that crowd on saturday night and the phillies were just like you know what we're gonna do we're just gonna go out and score 12 um and they, they it was they are Don't just wait they, you know no, they're gonna go down one nothing and then yes. score 12 yes i was i was nervous was when they shocking i guess that's you can't shut out a team without getting the lead before them so i'm happy they just did it right away because it was very jarring today it was i was like calm down you know like especially so so not only did they score first but they also won a game the night after scoring like a million runs. Oh, which... dude, I, I yeah, I I almost said that that was part of what I was saying at the front. It's not just the sweep. It was like I felt so sure they were going to lose today. I felt like that, <laughs> and if they won, I felt like it was going to be one nothing on like a, a Cardinals error that allowed a run to score. Like I felt like there was no way they were coming out and and doing anything. Schwarber though, you know, like to you know. That's what the guy does on the days when you need him. He kind like when you're clinching in Houston, he comes out and he's like, "Bang, let's go," you know? Yeah, yeah, it, and it, it's just everything with the team right now. Um, and you know, it does it does feel like the the city is now like I, I I've been joking, texting with my uh, I guess my cousin in laws or whatever, who like always give me crap for being a Phillies guy. Like, oh, like oh, you watch every game, whatever. Like, what a loser. And I heard through sources that they now have Phillies flags like outside their house. Watch every like, game. Um, what a loser! What a burn! Oh, got me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, well and, and now it's like uh, now everyone's just all in on like watching the, and because because they're they're finally bringing an exciting brand of baseball. And and when you see the crowd the way they've been for a home series in August, especially the last couple. I mean, not last couple of years, but like eighteen, nineteen when they were in it, no one was showing up because no one believed. This year, it's like we're going to have your back and like, let's go on a run together. Like, let's go, let's go on yeah, a run. It's a to- love affair. dude. It's a, it is, it is an absolute love affair. This fan base and, and this team it's, it's again, we, we talked about this last podcast. I didn't think I would feel the, the, uh, the way I do about a baseball team post 08. And like, obviously the subsequent years after, like I do about this team. Like it, it's, it's, it's childlike. It's, it's bringing everything back. And, I just I'm so happy that for years of of us preaching baseball is not dead here, the way that this fan base has just 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 sold it, 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 it yeah, it's just it's it's giddy. It's it's so cool, especially how it came back like that. And yes, they don't have a playoff run, and <laughs> they did, yeah. You know, but but one playoff run, it was one playoff run, and obviously, you know, they get credit for being likable and letting us into their celebrations and kind of letting us feel that they liked each other and all that stuff. And obviously, that's grown and grown as we've gotten to know them better and gotten to know their camaraderie. And obviously, as it's gotten more and more, and they've talked about how much we mean to them and the playoff experience itself of the fans, where it's you know why Trey Turner signed here and I can feel through the TV and all that stuff. Like it's all, it all compounds and it all adds up together. But uh, I think like just the fact that this, that we had the run last year and it's like, Oh yeah, we love the Phillies. Like, that's cool. We do love the Phillies. And then for, for them to start slow this year, but the fan base to stick with them and the fan base to still show up and to be there. We talked about there, I keep coming to games and then to do that for Turner. And now they're turning it on and it's like, yes, that's why we keep coming for this right now. Like, give me this. This is awesome. And, and it's, it's great, man. It's awesome to see. And, 
I just can't wait for the playoffs. Like I'm, I'm so ready for, for I know. playoff baseball I, here again. I was thinking that today. I was like, I'm very happy. This ah. is great. But like, if I could just fast forward yeah. to, yeah. to October, I'm I'm like ready. I'm just emotionally, physically, like get me to October. Well, especially get me back in that ballpark. coming. You know, September. Like I feel, I really do think that this team will will give us a stress free September. Like for the first time, I do. I believe early stress ish free. I'm sure there'll be a couple moments, but I think it won't be like last year where you know it's coming down to the final days and we're like oh they're the you know we're counting on the brewers to lose because we lost and all that stuff like i don't think it'll be like that but it's september and until they they don't make it feel like that like we you know we don't have any other experience with this group but i'm uh it's it's freaking thrilling man it is thrilling and to your point like the 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 i think the most important thing that came out of this weekend even though they had a 12 run barrage and they showed up and all that it was like seeing Wheeler and Nola do that on back-to-back days. Again, so the Cardinals are a bad team, but they're not like a horrible offense. I mean, they still have some dudes who can hit there and stuff. I mean, to, the, to see them both just go out and shove like that, that's what you've been talking about all season. That's been like your number one like rallying cry for this team is, you know, I think the bats will figure out. And they're all like figure out at the same time, which is nice. Um, but... You know, you've always besides been like, the catcher, besides yeah, the catcher. Trust me, I was going to get to that. That was <laughs> literally going to be my next thing. That's next. But like you know, for them to uh, you know, for for you've been saying the whole time, like uh, none of it matters unless they have their aces at the top. Like you've said it over and over and over again. Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> the Cardinals' offense definitely isn't terrible. Although, like Taylor, oh, it's Mod- not good. Don't get what me is wrong. Taylor Motter doing on a no, big it's league? It's not good. It's not good. There's a reason they're like you know twenty games out of five hundred or whatever. Yeah, but like listen. It doesn't matter because because these, these guys you could see it you know no they would have done that against anybody today I agree I agree and um Nola especially because Wheeler's been really good I mean Wheeler I know I kind of I just don't Wheeler, like Wheeler's been better than his numbers show I I, yeah I'm just not a a war guy when it comes to pitching but like well yeah I feel like this cow this this cow Schwarber season might make me officially reject war moving forward. Well, like, it should have Ryan Howard seasons back. I in the know day it's like you're telling me that he's a, a a less like stop like that's that's stupid. Like I'm sorry, this that needs to adjust for players like this because that's incredibly stupid to tell me that he's like a negative player. Like you're dumb. I'm sorry, right. it's dumb. Uh, but pitching war, like I just I think it's hard to quantify. Whatever. I, I don't think just like it, defense. Like the defensive stats are still not great. You know. Yeah, but they're good. They're good, but they're not like perfect. You know. Not no. Like, no, listen, listen. As always, I test this gang. I test this gang. But um, what Nola has has specifically done the last two starts, I think, is, is really exciting. Today it was definitely better than his last start. Even though I thought it was really good in his last start, but today it was obviously a different level. Um, I thought what he did better today than than I've seen in, I mean, ages is he made such an emphasis to get on top of the ball and drive it down. And and he was low in the zone. Like the the moment where it really stuck out to me is he he very deliberately like spiked a curveball, and it was like maybe sixty feet or not sixty feet, maybe fifty nine feet. But he threw it so directly like into the ground that you could tell that what they told him was get on top of the fastball, get on top of everything. When when you're not doing that. That's when 
balls are leaving the yard. So get on top of it. He was down. And then what, what made him so effective today, first off, dotting both sides of the plate with, with ease, which is, again, been a while, it feels like. But it was down, 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 and then up. And that's, like, that's the plan, man. Like, down, 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 have their eye level, looking down, and then when you raise it, it's jarring to them. But he can't be a guy that starts at the hip, or, I guess the hip. He can't be a guy that starts at the hip and, you know, goes up. But if he's a guy living at the knees and then going up, that works. Um, So... He was very made a very very concerted effort to get on top of the baseball, keep it down, and it just it it, it I mean they reaped the benefits of it. Um, so again, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, and I don't think we should. You never do. It's yes, that is I'm, not your it's not your style at all. I am trying my hardest, but that is good stuff if you can just keep it going. Yeah, it's all about keeping it going. But yeah, he also I mean, dominates it, the Cardinals. Like he threw a complete game against I, them I last was, year. Dude, I was thinking, and the playoff start. Was and awesome. the playoff start. Yeah, yep. no, I was thinking at that. So you know, I, I agree. We need we need to see more of it, but it's encouraging, especially your point, which it is king. Like the eye test today, like he just looked nasty. Like he looked pretty much nastier than he has all season. Maybe only one other two, one or two other times this season. I feel like I've watched him and been. And just been so impressed with his stuff. All right, I want to talk. We're going to talk JT, obviously, and I want to get to one good thing and then take bags. I'm sure you get to the rest there. But but quickly on JT, you know, I know he had the two hits today. Whatever. I mean, they put up 12 runs. He's literally the only person in the starting lineup who wasn't on the stat sheet. Like, there were other people who had no hits. They scored runs. Like, he was literally the only starter who did nothing. He has been, we've kept waiting for it. And look, everyone's turning around and the, the good we're going to get to is Bryce. Cause I want to talk Bryce in a sec. Cause by the way, he's batting three Oh six, like no big deal. Like if Bryce Harper had played more, like we'd be talking about, are we sure Freddie Freeman and Acuna and Betts are fighting for the MVP? Can Bryce sneak into this thing? Dude, um, real, real quick. I, yeah. Mookie, Mookie, I believe is hitting four fifty eight this yeah, month. Yeah, Mookie, Mookie's been insane, dude. He's just <laughs> been like, "Oh, you think Acuna's winning it? Guess what?" And like, Mookie's numbers are better all of a sudden. I thought Acuna had it like locked up. So um, I. I mean, Freddie Freeman has fifty doubles. It's August twenty seventh. Like, what is happening? All right, um, we'll get to Harper in a sec. But JT, it's like all these guys have have turned a corner. Every single one of them. Trey Turner, obviously, we know when that happened and all that. Like, all these guys have shown up. You know, or been, you know, Nick's been what he's been all season, you know, that type of stuff. And, and JT was like, oh, the Toronto series, we're going to get, you know, or last year and oh, we're going to wait for that this year and it's going to happen. Like he has just looked lost consistently. I mean, we talked about last time that strikeout in the night or the you know, ninth of that Giants game. They should, they should be on a six game winning streak right now. I don't know if they won before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah six straight. I mean, they should be have one six straight. They should have swept back to back series, but, um, you know, uh, wh- where are you at with JT? Are we at the point where it's just like, this is what we're getting this year and you hope for the best, uh, hope hope he gets a hold of one luckily or someone hangs one to him or something? Uh, standing up. Does, does he need a standing oh, up? Oh, oh, um, no, no we can't do it. We can't do it. Um, so here's my thoughts on JT. Is I, I, I mean, Stubbs started Friday, which I thought was interesting. I thought, I thought Stubbs was going to start today, like especially with the... Well, that's what um, they usually do, yeah. So I was a little surprised by that, um, but maybe with a righty on the mound with Giolito tomorrow that they could, they put stubs out there again. I don't know, um, but but I guess I guess how I feel about JT is that he's batting seventh and he's just not killing them. I mean, I know the strikeout happened. Uh, yeah, and, I agree with you. I, like I when 
when Turner was batting two and Cassianos was batting four, like those are like really important spots in the lineup that you just can't have no production out of. Seventh, like sure, I know you're pay- contract aside, you're paying twenty five million dollars and he's just not not living up to it. I'm at the point where he's batting low. I don't think he's really killing him. Um, I, I I'm not anticipating what he did after the Toronto series last year at all. Um, but I'm just it's 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 not something that I'm like melting down about every day um, because I also know that the offense is not going to be all hot at the same time. So maybe if they go down a little bit here, then then JT can kind of take off. A, uh, I like and, that. I like that. It's just like it hasn't felt that Look, terrible. We know that he can do it. He has it in him, and he has it in him to kind of turn on a dime. We've seen that before. Um, I'm not super optimistic or super hopeful, but I, I do think to your point that. I don't think he's killing them. And look, you know, maybe uh, maybe in the playoffs we just get, you know, let Stubbs play at Citizens Bank Park and play JT in the road games and just follow that home road thing. I um, just it's 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 <laughs> shocking. The it's stunning. The numbers it, are I just, stunning. I mean, it's it's, it's it's it obviously has to be a thing now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I mean, clearly almost September. Yeah. I mean, the, those are, you know, it's not a huge sample size, but it's a sample size. Uh, all right. Uh, last thing before the take bag or actually, excuse me, before our guest then the take back um bryce i mean <laughs> dude they showed the now i mean he has he has like I, I think what he has nine homers since the all-star break he had five before it or maybe it's like 11 actually or something i don't know what it is but he's been like he's just a completely different player than he was you know a, a month ago it's well it's awesome. he, he's, he's not a completely different player he's bryce Harper again yeah, like he's uh, locked in locked i would argue i would argue the guy that, that was not Hitting home runs and oh, I like and that. Whatever. I like that. Yeah, he's back to being Bryce Harper. Well done. Good work play by you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, think about it. It feels like all the stars in baseball have kind of just figured it out the last month and a half. Um, like we we just talked about Mookie. We talked about Freddie Freeman. We talked about. Uh, I mean, dude, Julio the Julio Rodriguez run is also dude, insane. Dude, he raised his average like like twenty points in August in like a week. It was like insane. That like is impossible. Yeah, I mean Trey Turner looks closer to back to being back to being Trey Turner than than we had thought. So um, it's just there's just not enough that you can say about the guy to where it's you know he gets big hits and big moments. He extends the lead today. You know it's it's a two nothing game, kind of tight. Bang, Harper hits a single late, makes it three nothing, and then that just kind of calms down a lot of people. You know, I mean. This bullpen has been good, but there's still that little bit of fear of their leaking oil at the wrong time. Um, and it's just everything, you know, righty, lefty. I mean, he just he does, doesn't matter. He just does it all. The one thing about Bryce that I'm just interested in, like, what are we doing with the first base thing? Because yeah, I'm with Schwarber's, you. It's what six straight games that Bryce is. It's been since uh, the Lily game on Sunday. I, I mean, he had an inside the park on Ronnie. He had a game where he hit four balls 110 miles an hour. He's, he's crushing the ball. I'd be shocked, frankly, if the, if the back injury was still there. Um, they're winning. I, I, I can't tell if they're trying to do this thing where they're winning with Bryce at DH and Schwarber and left at the, at the moment. But, like, are you telling me that in the second half of September and as we get into the postseason – that that Schwarber's gonna be out there, or can we can we iron out the problems now with Bryce at first base, so that by the time the playoffs roll around, we're we're firing all cylinders. That's yeah, no, it's um, it's, it's important. It's it's a it's just it 
it has to be a thing at this point. So I don't know what it is. Maybe they're trying to do the whole thing. We're winning with Schwarber in left field and Bryce at the DH, and maybe they're maybe they're saying what Bryce is doing at DH outweighs what Schwarber does defensively, and and maybe they felt like Bryce at first base wasn't having the same level of offensive production. I guess you can make that case, um, but I would just like it's so much it's so much better when you can have Rojas and Marsh out there, Schwarber the DH and, and Bryce at first base. I think he's been fine. He's not a gold glover. He, it was never about being perfect this year. It was about figuring it out. Um, but either way, what he's doing at the plate, the way he's carrying this team, and really just his energy feeding into the rest of the ball club is is a big reason why I think they've gone on this on this insane run. Totally agree with you. Like uh, it's uh, it's like we saw in the playoffs last year that that was the feeling. You know, his energy kind of his talent kind of led. You know, kind of was the the catalyst for everything, and and it's awesome. All right, uh, special guest in a sec. Shout out to the Miller Light Bar of the week, and this is one I've been to many times. It's a great bar in Philly. I love this place. Shout out to Oscar's Tavern. Uh, today's Miller Light Bar of the week is. Oscar's Tavern in Center City, where you can watch all Phillies games with $3 Miller Lite Pint Specials. Check out Oscar's Tavern on Facebook. Oscar's is an awesome place. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, uh, what a pleasure. I mean, Jack and I, uh, you know, just a couple idiots doing a podcast, and, you know, we get to talk to a Major League Baseball player who, like, you know, appreciates us. And, and when he's in town, he's like, yeah, sure. Like, we love you, Mick. Mickey Modiak, our guy, like our the official baseball player of the IOPS podcast, whether he's a Philly or not, um, took some time to talk to us. Take back coming up in a few. But uh, we hope you enjoy this. I know he's the enemy for three days, but I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone who's a member of the IOPS community is, is always going to be a fan of this guy. So uh, here's uh, – Here's our guy, Mickey Moniak, joining us a little bit ago. All right, it's our distinct pleasure to welcome back to the podcast, multiple-time guest, friend of the pod. He may be playing for the Angels right now, but he will always be the favorite baseball player of this podcast, no, where, no matter where he is. Our guy crushing it out in L.A., no big deal. Shohei Otani tells people, I play with Mickey Moniak. Mickey! <laughs> What up, fellas? Now, I mean, I, again, I, I I told you this this morning, but if you need me to organize a standing O and, and and get the whole fan base ready to go, I got your back, man. It's gonna it's gonna be a good time. The the boy returns home. I don't know about all that, but but definitely excited to be back for a few days, and uh, yeah, it should be fun. Should be good seeing everybody, and you know, being back to where it all started. 
Well, I'll tell you yeah. what, Citizens Bank Park's a little different than the uh, than the last time you were around. Well, well Mick, let's start right? with that. What, what? Yeah. Go ahead, bud. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, what do you got? What's different? What's, I was just going to say, like, I, I want to get to the Angel stuff and, and what it's been like out there, but but seeing the, from afar, like, the standing ovations for Turner thing and, and how, you know, he's talked about it changing his season and all that. As someone who played here and, and saw what it was like and was back, you know, and saw that playoff atmosphere, what's it like to see that from afar and kind of see, you know, from the outside, knowing what it's like, you know? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was incredible. I think, uh, you know, just watching the, the playoff run that, that the boys had last year and, and, you know, just seeing how that fan base rallied around the, the guys during that, that whole run to the World Series was um, – you know, something that, you know, when I got drafted, I dreamed of being a part of. And, you know, obviously that didn't happen. But but being able to watch it and, and see, you know, all the guys that I grew up with, all, all of uh, some of my closest friends, you know, still to this day, be able to experience that is uh, was special. And, and uh, you know, just kind of shows what, what the Philly uh, fan base is, is all about. And, you know, what I knew it was all about, um, you know, just had to – had to get some winning involved and, and once that happened it was uh it was awesome to see it and then obviously you know watching you know watching what they did for trey rallying around him and and now kind of seeing him go on that that surge and uh be the trey turner that that they signed is uh it was super cool to watch for sure now obviously we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get back some phil stuff but man you're, you're killing it out in la how's it how's it been i mean like a big kind of like weight <laughs> Lifted off your shoulder and now, like, just watching from afar, it, it just seems like you can just go out there and play. Um, what's, what's it been like as an angel? It's been great. You know, I think, um, you know, as much as I would have liked to, to be doing this in Philly, I think uh, a change of scenery was good for me. And, and um, you know, just kind of getting a fresh start. Um, obviously, didn't play the way I wanted to uh, for the Phils. And, and uh, I'm grateful for, for every second that I got to spend there and all the developing, development that, that I did there. Um, you know, I don't think that, that I'm doing what I'm doing right now without everything that went on, um, you know, the seven years I played in Philadelphia and, um, you know, coming through the minor leagues there. So uh, it's been fun, man. I think, uh, like you said, just going out and playing baseball, trusting myself, having confidence in myself. And, um, you know, I've always knew, known it was in there. It's just uh, just took a little bit to, to come out. Yeah. And, I mean, it does it- it helps you're playing with, you know, Shohei Otani and and Mike Trout. Like, I mean, James and I are, are baseball geeks, and, like, our, our our fans are all geeks. Like, I mean, can you explain to us, like, what Shohei Otani is? Honestly, I, I honestly don't think I can do that because <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of the most impressive things that I've ever gotten to watch uh, on a baseball field. You know, I've been fortunate enough to play with a lot of really good players, you know, in my short career so far. And, and uh, you know, just for me, going out there and getting ready for the starter, you know, every day. And, and uh, you know, that's tough enough. But, you know, when he's he was going out there every fifth day, getting ready to, to face, you know, an opposing lineup and dominate them and then go out there and get three hits and maybe a homer or two. You know, I've seen some of the crazier, crazier feats that have been accomplished in this game firsthand. So... Uh, it's something that I'll be able to tell my kids about. You know, I think the one in particular that stands out was when we were in Detroit, you know, going out there, throwing the complete game shutout and then going oh, yeah. out and two homers. And Yep. I was watching that on, um, I was that it was like during the day I was home. I was watching that as it happened. I'm like, geez, Louise, man. It's ridiculous. He's, 
not of this planet. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something I'm going to tell my kids about. That's that's the best way to put it. Yeah, I mean, I think you're playing with the greatest baseball player of all time, personally. Like, that's, uh, like, uh, like, I don't even know how you can argue it. You know, you can say other people have had better careers, but in terms of just, like, pure talent, like, the best ever. Mick, I wanted to ask, you talked a little bit before about kind of getting a fresh start in, in Los Angeles. And I, I've always found that interesting as someone who doesn't play the game. You always hear that with, you know, you, I mean, you were the number one pick in the draft, you know, like a top prospect. You always hear that with top prospects who sometimes don't get the opportunity somewhere or it doesn't work out and they go somewhere else and succeed. It's like, oh, they just needed a fresh start. Like, like how real is that? Like that, is that something that is, is like tangible to you? I think it's very real. real. Um, you know, I think a few things go into that. I don't think it's just, like, I think when you say a fresh start, I think there's a lot that, that goes into just that statement right there. I think for me, it was, uh, you know, when I was with Philly, I there wasn't a, a real long leash for good reason. And, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't validate um, getting everyday opportunities to play. I think, you know, there was a lot of money on the field. Uh, the team was built to win now. And, and, you know, obviously we saw that last year making the, the World Series run and, um, you know, for me, it, it took a little bit to get comfortable. It took a little bit to to kind of feel confident in the box in the big leagues and facing big league pitching and and kind of just slowing the game down. I think for me, it, it came with reps. And um, so in that sense, coming over to Anaheim uh, last year, not really in a playoff hunt, kind of just had a little bit longer of a leash to go out there and get every day at bats and, and kind of fail and learn and, and figure out how to how to hit in the big leagues, you know, what I need to do on a daily basis and, and uh, kind of just refine an approach up there was something that I needed. And, and um, you know, unfortunately that that uh, opportunity wasn't given in Philly for good reason, like I said, and, uh, you know, no ill will towards anybody over there. You know, I think I'm always grateful for the time that I spent over there, the people that I met, um, you know, that whole that whole journey, like I said, led me to, to here and, and then on top of that, just being back in California, hour away from home. Um, you know, I tell the story when I got traded, I, uh, the travel guy, Tom Taylor with the Angels called me and was, uh, he's like, so we're going to fly you into Orange County. And at the time, my car was at my parents' house. So it's like, I was like, I think you can just fly me to San Diego and, and I can just pick up my car and drive up and. I remember that once once I asked that it's kind of just set in and then you know had my girlfriend pick me up at the airport in San Diego that next day and uh you know got my car and drove literally an hour to the stadium you know the same mm -hmm. drive that I made a hundred times when I was a kid going to travel ball tournaments up north in Orange County and um it was just a surreal feeling just I remember driving by Angel Stadium on a you know always in awe of it you know was, never went there as a kid growing up but always drove by it and you know it was sticks out like a sore thumb it's right off the freeway it's right there and uh so yeah it was it was something that was pretty cool i remember driving up to the stadium and, and just kind of being like wow this is i'm going here to work now it's not wow you know, it's That's we're in the awesome. big leagues and i think uh yeah just a lot of things going into to you know the so-called fresh start was 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 huge for me yeah for sure and you know obviously I mean, you were, you, were, you were hitting tanks early this season out there in L.A. I mean, where did this power come from, man? Like, you were like, what, 140 pounds when we drafted you? Oh, about 142 maybe, soaking wet. No, I don't know. Hey, listen, I hit six in spring training last year. 
People forget that. People forget. Well, and you broke your wrist. You well, listen, listen. Injury. Ryan Yarbrough yeah. is still like Ryan Yarbrough is still enemy number one of this podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like uh, Trent Thornton. Trent Thornton hit Bryce in his first year here, and and Bryce is a little gimpy. Uh, John Lennon broke Utley's hand in 07. He'll always oh, yeah. and, and and Ryan Yarbrough. Ryan those are the three guys who I can't stand. Yeah, Blake Snell. If uh, if if the Phillies hadn't made the playoffs last year, Blake Snell hadn't had had his run. Like Blake Snell would be right on that list too. We remember them, Genesis well, Cabrera. Well, because Phoenix, like, dude, like, I remember all this. The game, the, it was the last freaking game of spring training, and it was in Tampa, uh, and you hit a and, home run. And you were white hot, like white hot all spring. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, was, we uh, were like, yes, <laughs> Mickey. I'll never and then forget. It was it. like, I'll no. Yeah. I remember it was it was the weirdest thing too because I had a feeling after my first at bat hitting that home run. I don't know what it was, but in the back of my head, you know, when you get those just like. Something's not right. Like there's a bad yeah. feeling in the back of your head, and it was, it was a weird moment. But you know, it it happened and it sucked, and you know, just gotta move on, learn from it. Yeah. And then obviously, getting hit again. Got got to Anaheim and got hit again. That sucked too. So and then got yeah, hit again last year. So <laughs> just so stop getting hit. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a roller coaster last year. So just yeah. grateful to be uh, to be healthy this year and. and Luckily, not getting hit in the hand three times. It's definitely pretty sweet. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, listen, we are obviously happy for you. Um, and it's been like, it's just been, a jo- like, honestly, like, now the pressure's off, you know, at least here. Because, like, with you, it was like, that's our guy. Like, uh, he's our future yeah. here. And now it's like, hey, you can just go go cook elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like, So, unfortunately, we're not reaping the, the, the rewards of you going off, but it's okay. We are. Yeah, we're, we're just happy for you, man. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Yes. Yeah. And maybe man. someday you'll find your way back here, you know? Yes. And, yeah. let, and let me tell you something else, too, Mick. Seriously, like, no joke, dude. Whenever you are done playing baseball in 15 years or whatever it is, like, you could talk about baseball, man. You're a good talker. Like, that's another, like, you know, whenever they offer those classes to active players, hey, you want to get in the media or whatever, you know, don't turn your nose at it, man. Like, you could really talk. So I thought about just, it. Just throwing that out there, it. too. No doubt. Hey, nothing's off the table. Good. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> so I- I'm curious. Uh, obviously, you, like, you've been in the dugout with Rob Thompson. Um, obviously, Girardi took over the beginning, or Girardi was the manager at the beginning of last year. What do you see from Rob Thompson? Like, are you are you surprised at, at at how well he's done since taking over for this team? Um, I mean, again, you were in the clubhouse with him. Not at all. Not at all. I think um, I think Tomper's the perfect perfect guy for that group of guys. You know, I think he's a perfect manager, not only for the Phillies, but I mean, he could manage anywhere. He's just got that. Um, He's got that trust in, in his guys. I think, you know, when I was over there and, and even when I wasn't playing well, um, you know, Tomper always made me feel like I could go out there and get four hits that night. And, um, you know, he showed confidence in me, even though even when you know I didn't deserve it at times. I think that's just the kind of manager. That's just the kind of guy he is. He's uh, even keeled. He you know, there's no panic in Tomper. It's, uh, you know, wh- who he is is what you get. And, and it's uh he's the perfect guy for that job and you know when he got the job last year that guy's been in baseball forever and you know never got the opportunity to manage and uh you know i remember when when girardi did get fired and and we got the the text that that topper was going to be the manager i just remember being um you know it was a weird day obviously because you don't want your manager to get fired but um i remember being 
you know, pretty excited to see what Topper can do. And, and you know, just that first meeting we had with him uh, in the clubhouse that day, uh, you could feel that, that things were going to start changing. And obviously they did. I remember, I think, will we go on like a 10-game win streak after Topper took over? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And, Nine or ten, I think it was, yeah. And it was it was, it was was on after that. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see him. You know, he's he stayed in touch with me, uh, you know, reached out from time to time. And, you know, he's always, uh, always been in my corner even when, um, you know, I was in the minor leagues and, and he was still the bench coach. So it's, uh, it's definitely really, really cool to see. Really cool to watch. Yeah, no, I, he comes on the morning show with us uh, once every other week and he's like the nicest guy in the world. And he's so genuine and he gives you honest answers, like really yeah. honest answers. No um, and, and obviously his story finally getting a chance at his age is amazing. One more for me, uh, Mick, you mentioned the guys early on when you're talking about, you know, watching the squad last year and, and the ovations in Philly and all that, like, you know, guys who are your, your best buds in the world, you know, guys you came up with, you know, seeing what, what Bryson, you know, Stah is doing this, this season, what Bomer's doing with those guys that you kind of grew up with are doing, like, what's that like to see? And, and did you know that they had it in them this quick? Like that Bryson stock could go from what he was last year to a guy who's like among the batting average leaders in the sport this year. Like, you know, how, you know, What's it like to see that from afar, and, and could and did you expect it to happen this quick? Yeah, I mean, I definitely expected it. I played with I played with Bomer in, in you know that year in Double A in nineteen when he hit almost damn near thirty homers and <laughs> hit three hundred, and you know it was. I remember just being like that. That's going to play in the big leagues. I remember telling people, you know, he's one of the better hitters I've ever seen, and you know, obviously he's doing what he's doing. Definitely not surprised by that. And then Stoddard. You know, I got to play a little bit with Stoddard, obviously the uh, the alt site, and then came up a little bit in 21 in in, in Lehigh, and and then you know 22 last year had a great spring training, obviously, and you know made the team and and got off to a tough start, but that happens. You know, I think uh, I remember there was some like analytical stat. You know, I'm not a big analytics guy; I don't really pay attention, but someone brought it up, and it was like he was hitting a buck 80 but had some of the worst luck in baseball. Like he could have been hitting like 250, 260. So, you know, I think him getting the opportunity and just getting more at bats, it's obviously, you know, it's, it's baseball. Things are going to, things are going to turn, you know, if, if you just stay the course and, you know, he's done that. Um, yeah. But by no means am I surprised with what they're doing. You know, they're studs. Uh, it's been fun to watch and uh, I'm excited to, to share the field with them again coming up and even though it's in the opposing dugout for sure uh yeah. now people people do forget uh i know i know bohm and stodder you know they get a lot of credit uh veerling part of the phillies daycare yeah but i mean yeah. like i mean you were part of that as well. how did that oh, yeah. <laughs> like how did that whole yeah. thing start i think schwarber was messing around with it one day maybe k long talking about you know i think one of the games there was like six of us in the lineup that day. And it's like, Oh, and I think like a couple of us did something. We won the game. And, and I think they were just joking around about, you know, the daycare won the day, like won the game today, the daycare, this daycare, that. And then we kind of ran with it and, you know, we made shirts and, uh, you know, just kind of embraced it. And it was fun. You know, obviously you got guys like Schwarbs and, and JT and Bryce, you know, veteran guys and, and then you had us young guys running around causing havoc nick maton throwing up wolfie to every single person <laughs> veerling 
Bomer being the guy he is, Stoddard. Uh, you know, I think uh, it was fun. It was a good mix of, of young guys and, and older guys. And I think the, the older guys, um, they let us, you know, feel comfortable in that, in that clubhouse last year, at least when I was there and, um, you know, kind of allowed us to be us and kind of mess around and, and let the youth, you know, take over a little bit. And I think that's kind of where the daycare kind of comes from. Awesome. Now, people always talk about like Schwarber and it's like, Oh, well, he's batting 180, like this, what an 80, that, whatever. Like, how, and, and a lot of, from the outside, it's like, he's a great leader, whatever. Like what, what makes Schwarber like a great leader and like kind of changing that clubhouse around? He's just, he's the same guy every day. And, uh, you know, he, he wants everyone to be included. He wants, you know, the team to, to be doing stuff together. He wants to bond with everybody. Cause he knows, you know, when you make those deep runs in the postseason, and, and he's been there a lot, you know, you gotta be tight. You gotta stick together. And, um, you know, you win, you win, you lose. It's you play tomorrow. So, um, you know, he was, uh, he was good, good at, you know, celebrating the wins and, uh, cause it's hard to win the big leagues. And when you do win, you should enjoy it. But also if you lose, screw it. Tomorrow's a new day. And, and, uh, you know, we got a game at seven o'clock tomorrow. It doesn't change that game. So, um, I think just, just having that presence, having the experience that he's had in the postseason, and, and, uh, you know, just being there winning a world series, um, you know, I think, uh, that was huge for us last year to, to have him there. And, and, uh, yeah, man, I think, uh, you know, when everyone, everyone talks about him being a good clubhouse guy, I think that's an understatement because I mean, he's, his value to, to a team is, is, uh, immense, you know, whether he's hitting a buck 80, I mean, he's hitting a buck 80, but he's got 30 some homers and he walks know, and gets on base. It's just like, you know, the, 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 old it's not us saying stats. it, Mick. It's not us saying it. No, it's people not. outside of, of us saying it. Yeah. And people, are, you know how it goes. Everyone's, everyone's got their opinion and they're entitled mm-hmm. to it, but he's, uh, you know, I think, um, he's playing, he's playing to, to his contract. He's playing to, to what the Phillies thought of him. And, and, uh, you know, I can't begin to tell you guys how much, uh, how much he means to that clubhouse for sure. At least, you know, when I was there and I'm yeah. sure still to this day, uh, I'm sure. I don't think he's yeah. changed the last <laughs> yeah. year. No, no. Uh, last one for me. So, uh, you obviously play with Shohei. You play with Trout, but I know you're also in attendance for speaking of Schwarbs, his 488 foot home run last or in in San Diego last year. Uh, oh. Furthest ball you've ever seen live is 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 the Schwarber home run or what? You know, it might. I think Show might have hit one 490 something this year. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm sure Sorry, he Schwarbs. did. I'm sure he Sorry, did. Schwarbs, but uh, yeah, of course he did. Was, why, why, why not? Put it this way. Put it this way. I went to Petco Park growing up as a kid, you know, my whole life until I got drafted and went to a bunch of Padre games. And I was at one of the Dodger games. We were sitting up in right field a little bit. There's like a little tunnel. We were kind of right above the tunnel for the game. And I remember someone nearby asking, like, you think we're going to get a home run hit here? And I was like, no, never seen a ball hit here. (laughs) And then, and then obviously was there for, for the, the series against the Phillies and, he went over that upper deck. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, he did something that I didn't think was possible. And, uh, I've watched a lot of, a lot of home runs been hit in that stadium. And, and that, that was by far the furthest one I've seen hit in that stadium for sure. 
It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the dude is just, I mean, so when he gets a hold of one, like, really get, I mean, even when he doesn't, when he, like, hits off the end of the bat, it finds its way out. But, I mean, when he really gets a hold of one, it is, it's majestic. It's unlike many things I've seen. Uh, Mick, seriously, like, we can't tell you how much it means to us to, to spend some time with us. And I said at the top, but it's true. You're our favorite baseball player. I apologize to all the Phillies. We love all our Phillies. They're all of them are our second favorite. But you're our top guy. We're rooting for you. We're pulling for you. I'll be at the game on Wednesday. I'll be giving you a standing out. You can promise you that. Um, you're our guy, man. Thanks. Thanks for everything. We appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you guys, man. All the support, everything. It's uh, it's good to talk to you guys again. It's uh, be good to see you guys. Hopefully, in the next couple days. Yeah, man. For yeah. sure. Now, take it easy, though. Like you know, we we, we gotta like. <laughs> Listen, we still uh. We're not knocked out of it yet. We're, no, you're yeah. not. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll do my best. Okay. <laughs> well, so, everyone just does their best. Let's all go out there. Uh, everyone yeah, go out there and have a good time. All right, Mick. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you guys. The best. The best. Plus, I didn't I, call him. I didn't call him Mickey Morandini at the end yeah. of the interview. So those guys proud of myself. You know. Didn't mess that up. Yeah. Um, I do like that the YouTube audience just saw you. What we do when we play interviews, which is like pause oh, for yeah, just the pause five I, seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, twenty seven minutes because I'm editing. So to twenty seven minutes in, got it. Gonna well, yeah, boom. Well, yeah, can cut it. So got it. Um, people listening, magic. You heard it that way, right? Um, but yeah, he's just. I, should say. I, I thought he had good stuff on the fills, and me too. Um, you know, I was curious. He could do he could do TV or radio someday. Like he's a really good talker. He's clearly a very bright guy. I think, yeah, it was really interesting to hear him talk about the fresh start stuff and all that. Like, he seems introspective. Like, he's a, a good thinker. He's awesome, man. Like, that's why we loved him originally. Like, we rooted for him as a player. And we love The reason we love to have him on the pod is because, you know, we used to have all these, not that we had many, you know, big-time guests or anything back in the day. But, you know, we would get, like, minor league guys on or whatever. And we had Boehm on. And we had and not like any of these guys were bad talkers or anything, but they just weren't, like, super talkative or whatever. And Mickey came on and he was just like ripping off jokes and being awesome. We were like, our guy, our guy, our guy. Yeah. Um, uh, the YouTube commenters were all confused as to why that we stopped talking. Yes, so that's why I explained it. Okay. So that's why. So YouTube commenters, that's a little tease for you. You got to listen to the actual podcast and then you get the interview with Mickey Moniak. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, uh, take back time. I hear my wife starting to make dinner in the kitchen, so it's it's nice. take back time, Princey. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, and you got to go to the boardwalk and see your son on the boardwalk. The first time in his life. Yeah. Other than but... probably like yesterday or today or whatever. 
Well, he's too small for the rides at this point, too. I know, and I, I know. But you can I think see I'm his eyes light rides. up, light up with the joy of it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, although, I, do, like, I just wish I wasn't too big for, like, a log flume. I know. Or, like, I, know. I, was, I was a big fan of the, the um, what are they called? Slides. <laughs> that, 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 that he could go down the top. Big fan of slides. So, you know, that was yeah. my Zoe. And right now, big fan of slides. So, there you go. Big takes on the iOS podcast. Um, can Kyle Schwarber get to 50? Maybe. I mean, was he at 37 or 38 today? What was that? I think that it was 37. Oh, I think it was 37 too. Uh, I mean, look, has Kyle Schwarber hit 13 homers in a month before? Yes, he has. So he sure has. Yeah, he could. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it, but he could. Sure. And people will still not like him. I just want to make sure that's, that's still out Dude. there. By the way, you know, don't look, don't look now. One eighty nine. Just saying. Getting closer. Mendoza is quaking in his boots right now. Come on, Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Um, yeah, him getting to fifty would just be hilarious. Just another reason why his season is just breaking people's brains. It's so good. 50, 50, 100 RBI, 100 runs, third most walks in baseball, more strikeouts than his batting average. Just what a perfect player. Worst so <laughs> defensive left fielder in baseball. He was born to make people angry. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> and like the best clubhouse guy of all time by many people. Mickey Money, I just talked yeah. about it. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's perfect. Um, So there's a – and I have felt it too in watching him. I always think like, hey, Trey, you know, why don't you steal? more um but the more and more i think about it like trey's batting two after him is harper cassianos stott bohm whatever it's a lot of of those guys hands yeah like i I know he'll probably make it i think he's 23 for 23 on the season he'll probably make it yeah he has a chance to set the record he tied it Uh, i believe right chases oh yeah i mean it makes sense i mean sure so yeah so i think there have been more who've gotten more consecutive in a row but Chase's record of 23 for 23 in a season is the most in a season without getting caught. So I think if he just steals one more and then doesn't run again, he could have the record, but obviously let's hope he, you know, tries for more. Yeah. 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 So like, I think, I think Trey with two outs, it makes sense. Like if, if, if it's two outs and Harper's um, at the plate, but even then it's like, you, you could take a home. Run Harper. Away from him. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. I'm with so, you. I have felt it, you know, and I'm like, even I'm watching the games. I'm like, well, why isn't Troy stealing? I, I think if I was, if I was Rob Thompson and I was the Phillies and I have those hitters coming up after him, just let them hit. And if they hit one in the gap, he can score anyway. Um, and they can take the ball to the ballpark rather than the risk of Trey Turner stealing second and, or getting thrown out trying to steal second. Um, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Obviously, if you, if you think you have a, uh, particular advantage like it's a cinder guard type guy in the mound or something obviously go for it but i I generally agree there is (laughs) i love i think johan rojas has been a a revelation and i'm i i just i'm very interested to see how he progresses here there's nothing funnier than watching the ball die off his back oh i know it was so funny it was like it's gone it's like oh it's what it always dies dude it's like i'm sitting there i'm like i've seen that hit Ten thousand times since Bank Park. Oh, That's a home every run. time. Every time it's like it's gone. Wow. Yeah. It's like he. It's like he. He hits it with a, a pool noodle. 
and it just like it i don't i can't explain it i've never seen a player who hits the ball imaginary parachute that the ball rockets off the bat and at a certain point just pops out and slows it down it's wild it's insane it's insane but every time every time i'm like oh well here comes the the johan rojas like like cold streak hitting he always is just like, ah, he's fine. And, and what he does defensively. 280-ish or whatever. Like, I know. He's been pretty solid. And defensively, it's worth it, especially if you can keep him on the bench. And I asked Topper about that when he was on the morning show about Pache. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Just a flex. No big deal. Um, he said how they have the extra roster spot for September now. So, like, they're set. So, you know, we'll roll off some beer. So, it's good. It's not 40. It's not a 40-man roster. No, so, which we Gabe. talked about is so dumb. Thank God. Yeah, it's like, oh, poor Giants fans. Jeez. I know. Having to watch that every night. And then um last thing to take back, I just he, he closed it out today, but I just there's something about Kimbrell. Like I, he's pitched a lot this year. He's getting older. I, I would if they if they can get like a five, six or like a six game lead with like twenty twenty to play, like Shelvin for, for a couple weeks. A little bit. Just Don't just shut him it. down for a little bit. Make sure he's good for the postseason because he's down like totally, 95 tonight. Jack, a million percent with this. I yeah. couldn't agree with this more. And I'm not – especially because, I mean, I talked about last podcast. How Alvarado is, is good to see him again, but stuff didn't look like it flashed. I feel like the last couple outings, it's it's getting back I, there. It, today, it definitely looked – I thought today was like – he. you were like, oh, that looks like Jose. Like hey, also, stuff. what a crazy concept. Like – Hey, starters, pitch late into a game. And then, like, did Sar- I don't think Saranthi pitched this weekend, did he? Did no, he go maybe Friday so. night? Yeah, maybe Friday. I don't remember. But, but like, all these guys are so not being worked at all right now to where it's like, just just go deep into the games and, and then give the bullpen a little bit of a rest because they've been carrying them for a while. Yeah, so he did not pitch Friday. Did he, I, I would be shocked. Well, he wouldn't have picked in the 12-1 game because they brought Wheeler back out, remember? And yeah. then it was Hoffman, and then, uh, and then it was Covey. Covey, bounce back, Covey. <laughs> um. So yeah, like these guys aren't pitching. Great to Covey. Yeah. No, it wasn't Hoffman. It was uh Soto. It was Soto. I mean. Not 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 Hoffman. Excuse me. It was Soto. Um. But yeah. So um. The Kimbrel thing. I'm definitely. Let's 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 see what we can do here to to, to get him some time off. Alvarado being back's big. Sir Anthony more well rested. Strom. I don't think they used him this weekend, which is also good because they need him to to to, to be healthy. Um. It's good. It's it's a good spot to be in, and, and now the Angels come into town, um, and okay. it it's time to time to sweep Mickey. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is though. It is. I mean, they've been, they've been a disaster. It's a shame. I feel bad. Like if there were any Angels fans, I would feel bad for them that your team goes out, and makes all these moves, and then tanks the moment the trade deadline happens. Like, oh god, like worst case scenario. Tough. Yeah. Thank God they have Mick. I'd be, be like grabbing on. It's all I got is I'm an Angels fan, Mick. You know, Shohei's leaving. Trout's a shell of himself. Like, thank God for Mick. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the crowds. I think the crowds are going to be insane because they bought tickets thinking they were going to maybe see Shohei pitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a great time. I expect like 40k. Plus, we get to see Logan Ohapi finally play his business Bank Park like we always dreamed. <laughs> yes, all of us had many dreams of him heading into a sea of red. It won't be a sea of red, but. Uh, all right, you got any final thoughts before I go to dinner, Fritzy? I'm gonna go to the boardwalk. Yeah. I'm gonna go oh, to the boardwalk. Yeah, you are. And especially like coming off of Phil's win. This is great. Just, you could stroll up with a big smile on your face, see your kid, be like, you know what? I think I got life figured out right now. 
Yep, that's what that's what many people say. That <laughs> I, the guy that has his life figured out is the guy doing a podcast instead of being on the boardwalk <laughs> with his family. Yeah, go to your family. I'm gonna go to mine. Pot will be up soon. We love everybody. Shout out to Mick, our guy. He's for himself. Mm-hmm.